Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I want to discuss the issue of contraception. Um, A major development has happened in the UK in uh, recent weeks and they are now providing, well, I mean, they've always provided free contraception in the UK courtesy of the NHS, but now contraception is being made available over the counter in pharmacies without the need of having to go and see a doctor. Um, It's really, um, I suppose, in some respects, we're told as women that we need to be going and seeing the GP every three months or every six months if we want to get the contraceptive pill, that it can have a variety of um, health risks attached to it, blood clots, high blood pressure, particularly if you're a smoker. Uh, But they are now providing certain types of progesterone-only pill, uh, which has a far lower risk um, in pharmacies across the UK. Now, the buyers, you don't just walk in and say, I want, you know, a packet of pills or three packets of pills or six packets of pills. You do still need to consult with the pharmacist on duty. Um, but they're and and as I said, they're not the type of, of contraceptive pill that that has maybe the the higher associated health risks would be combined estrogen and progesterone. But the National Women's Council here in Ireland is saying that free and universal access to contraception is absolutely critical to ensure that we can continue moving towards a gender equal society. Uh, Alana Ryan, who's the health policy and advocacy officer at the National Women's Council, has said that the UK's latest development again proves their light years ahead of us in terms of reproductive and sexual health. It's been available contraception free of charge on the NHS since the 1960s and it is contained in the current programme for government uh, to have free contraception starting with the contraceptive pill for people aged 17 to 25. That was um, a pledge that Minister Simon Harris made when he was Minister for Health. Um, it was negotiated between the government parties and it was to be delivered upon in the lifetime of this government, starting with the contraceptive pill for that age cohort and then being expanded out to other forms of contraception and other age groups. But obviously, I presume it's safe to say the COVID pandemic has put um, that completely off the agenda. It's also put a squeeze on um, the funding that would be available for any such scheme. And of course, we now have a new Minister for Health uh, in in uh, Stephen Donnelly. So we don't know clearly what his uh, feeling on this is, although I presume if Fianna Fáil signed up to the Programme for Government, then he's duty bound to try to implement it. The likelihood of it happening by, by the time this government, or by the time we go to the polls again to elect a new government, I would say slim to none. Uh, but you know, the National Women's Council basically saying that this is absolutely necessary. Um, obviously, it, in, it prevents unintended, preg- un- unintended pregnancies. And um, the only way to really do that completely is to ensure that, you know, a 17-year-old, 19-year-old, 22-year-old young woman maybe doesn't have the money to be paying for the pill. It's not hugely expensive, but for some people it's beyond means, particularly when you throw into the mix, that they'll have to pay 50 or 60 quid to go to see the GP to get the prescription. As I mentioned earlier, we now have, and it's only in recent years, we now have access to the morning after pill over the counter in a pharmacy. You don't need to go and get a prescription for it like you used to. The UK had that available for a good 10-15 years before it was brought in here. It was quite controversial when it was brought in here. Um, 
I don't have any statistics to give you as to whether or what effect it's had on on the birth rate um, or um, any you know in, in, impact on um, a, a lower number of terminations of pregnancy or crisis pregnancy. So today I want to know what do you think of free contraception? Do you agree with it? Do you think that? I mean, at the end of the day, it's not a women's issue. Let's just cut the bullshit out of that one straight away. This is, this is a, you know, a, 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 an issue for both men and women. It's not in anyone's best interests to be, find themselves in the midst of a crisis pregnancy. It's a little pill. You take it one day a week or you take it, sorry, every day and it protects you, not from sexually transmitted infection, but from unwanted pregnancy. And surely to Jesus in this day and age, it should be available just over the counter. Walk into the chemist. Hi, how are you? Can I have a quick chat with the pharmacist? Okay, they might check your blood pressure and talk you through if there's any other medication that you might be taking and then be able to administer you three months of the, the pill prescription. Anthony, surely to Jesus, that should be perfect in this day and age and it should be free of charge. Hi, Tara. Lovely to talk to you again. As always, Anthony. Um, I would agree with you, but as I was just saying to Ashling there, I don't know if you're familiar. Most people would be familiar. If you went into a pharmacist at the moment now and you wanted to purchase a small packet of painkillers that contain codeine, you'd nearly have to have a birth certificate and give your mother's maiden name mm. before they'd give them to you. You know, and I just think that's just for a painkiller. Yes, you can walk into a pharmacist today. Well, you can. I personally can't. And pick up Viagra over the counter with no prescription. But that's different. That's Why is different it different? Thing. Why is it different? Viagra will be encouraging pregnancy, not <laughs> preventing it. <laughs> well, I suppose for the age cohort that use Viagra, maybe pregnancy is not so much on the agenda, but probably the least we say about that, the better. It's not provoking very nice mental images. Anyway, but... <laughs> no, you, no, 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 you, sorry, it's, not it's, at lunchtime. No, no, not at lunchtime. It's... Really, really um, contradictory, though, isn't it? You can go in as a man and buy a Viagra over the counter. Essentially, no questions asked. They don't probably check your medical history. They don't even assess if you actually really need it. But you can just pay your five or ten or whatever it costs. And I'm proud to say I have no clue what Viagra costs over the counter. But if um, if, if that can happen for a man, why can't? contraceptive be available for women under the same guise, under the same auspices? But I don't know, Terry. You see, what I would be looking at, I'd look at the example of our neighbours in the UK. And before the NHS was set up, contraceptives were only available. The contraceptive pill, any form of contraception was only available to married women. And there were such horrific cases of backstreet abortions and the amount of deaths that was going on. They said, look, contraception has to be available to all women, married or single. They did that. The years went by. The rates of pregnancies that, I hate saying unwanted, but, you know, Unplanned, anyway, unplanned. Unplanned, yes, yes, sorry, yeah. Because I hate that word unwanted. Unplanned pregnancies. The rates didn't go down. And abortion clinics just opened up. They had the option of the morning after pill as well. But all all of them, Anthony, to be fair, involved a visit to a GP. So, for example, depending on where you lived, 
you might have been in a rural area where the GP knew everyone. You know, the GP knew every family. And if you, as an unmarried 18, 19, 20, 22-year-old went, you, firstly, you wouldn't go. There's no way on earth you'd go because you'd be immediately feeling that you're stigmatised. You would have GPs in some instances refusing to issue a prescription for the pill. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there was an awful lot of stigma around it. So I suppose it's not really surprising. Then at the same time, I suppose you also had the liberalisation of society and more younger unmarried people were probably having sex than had been before in the buttoned up era of the 1950s. Yeah, that's very true. And I mean, I, like you said, it's a male and it's a male and a female issue. It's a, it's a male issue as well. Yes, of course. Because I mean, the woman doesn't get pregnant on her own. And... I was just thinking back like to my early 20s and my girlfriend was on the pill. Mm. But what a lot of girls don't realise when they're that young, even though it says it on the instructions or whatever, she actually got a stomach bug and she had a form of, you know, like food poisoning. And the pill was null and void. We didn't know that. And then the next thing she came to me one day and she said, Anthony, I think I'm pregnant. Well, you could have picked me up off the floor. But anyway, I said, we're going to have to go to the doctor. And we did have to go to the doctor at that time and get a prescription for the morning after pill. So the pill isn't the panacea and the be all and end all and the answer to all life's problems either. No, maybe not, but it certainly helps. And certainly if you take away the stigma and you take away the financial element of it, there would it would probably, I would think, encourage more people and also more young couples. I mean, men and young boys in particular get targeted with being, you know, irresponsible. And in some mm-hmm. cases they are, but in some cases they're hugely responsible. And so if they knew, if a young couple knew that they didn't have to get the 50 quid together or 60 quid together for a GP visit Mm -hmm. and that contraception was going to be free over the counter in the pharmacy, it would encourage more of them, I would think, to act responsibly in that regard. Yeah, I can't disagree with you. I can't disagree with you. And I think, of course, it should be freely available if it's needed. I don't think it's going to cause a big rush and everybody sleeping with each other and having unprotected sex <laughs> no, for anything. No, I think the cat is well and truly out of that bag. Yeah, that train has left the station mm-hmm. a time ago. I think and that so. that ship has sailed. So. And, and Anthony, would you have any problem in principle with it being free of charge? Should your tax money and my tax money be going to fund uh, the contraceptive needs of other people? Well, I suppose you'd have to look at the bigger picture. And I don't know, like, I mean, I'm not an expert on these things, but looking at the bigger picture, it might actually be a saving of taxes in the long run rather than a waste of taxes in the long run. Well, That's think... sort of the way I'd look at it. And I think, yeah, if if a woman needs it, she should have access to it if she feels she needs it. And like you said, not everybody has the finances and the way things are going and the way things will be going in the next few years. Yeah, I'd rather see that really than see the kind of having to go down the horrible road of the morning after pill. Not yeah. judging anybody that took that. I was in a situation, mm-hmm. a relationship where my partner had to take it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't very pleasant, to be quite honest. And if no, that because could it's be avoided. A, yeah, and it's a huge dose of hormones in one go, as opposed to having it, you know, metered out over seven days in a week. I mean, it's it's a, a huge dose of hormones um, all in one shot. So it has its downsides. And it's also, it can be quite traumatic to go and have to seek it as well. Neve, you're welcome to the Nile Boylan show here on uh, Ireland's Classic Hits. What do you think about this? It's okay for 
men to go in and get a Viagra over the counter. Ashling has also reliably informed me, by the way, it costs 25 quid for Viagra. I'm not going to ask how Ashling knows that, but I'll just take it as, <laughs> as having done her research. Uh, Neve, you know, surely to God, women in this day and age should just be able to walk in and get the pill if they need it. I think so. I mean, it's every month for a long, long time. You know, it's not a once-off like, well, I don't know, Viagra is a once-off. Maybe people take it all the time. But, you know, you can go in and get Viagra if you need it. But you're probably not going to be going in month upon month upon month. Um, having something so important to be perhaps cost prohibitive to some people. You know, I, I also think the morning after pill, because that is so time sensitive. Mm-hmm. That if you don't have the 30 euro or whatever cost, I think it's, what is it, 20 odd, 30 euro? I think it's actually a little bit more than that. I, my understanding is, is there's it, two of them and one is more expensive than the other because it has maybe right. that, 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 that gives you a 72 hour window as opposed to a 48 hour window. But it is, it's a good chunk of money. It is. And of course, everyone's going to want to go for the better one. I mean, who wouldn't? You know, you're going to want to go for the one that gives you more, you know, more time. Well, perhaps. yeah, more time maybe if you need it, if you need the if more you time. Need it. If you need it. And to think that somebody is kept away from that because they perhaps don't have 30 or 40 euro in their pocket on that given day. And it's a day, you know, or yeah. what, two days, if it's yeah. 72, the 72 hour or three days. Um, I, I think, you know, it's, it's not, I know, I mean, my daughter is on the pill. I know it's not a huge cost every month. It's, what, it's under a tenner. I know that. Mm. But, you know, she also, and then she goes to the doctor once every six months. She can use the online doctor, but, you know, every now and again, they'll insist she sees an actual face-to-face GP. That's 60 euro. She's a student, yep. you know, yep. and I want her on that. She's safe, you know, she's, Absolutely. she's being sensible. And Neve, as one, as one of our listeners is pointing out on the WhatsApp, that the pill is not always for birth control. It can also help women with their hormones Absolutely. if they have really bad cramps. Um, and, you know, it, it maybe helps them delay having periods if they if they need to do that for, for a portion of time. I mean, you I, we hear regularly of younger women being prescribed the pill because they have such horrendously painful periods that it precludes them from doing things like sitting their exams. Absolutely. And I mean... God, nobody knows better than me what painful periods are like, and they're sent from the devil. They're awful. Mm, yeah. Um. I mean, I well, I suffer from a hormonal imbalance. So I can't take the pill, so that's me out of that situation. But, um, it's horrible. And if there is a little tablet that can make that better for a woman, oh, absolutely take it. It's it's brilliant. What about but, the argument, though, Neve, that it might actually encourage? And when we're we're hearing a lot in recent years, and actually in recent decades, I suppose, about the the prevalence and the runaway rates of sexually transmitted infections, and that the pill, although it can protect you from an unplanned pregnancy, has no protection, zero protection at all from sexually transmitted infections. So by on the one hand, seemingly doing the right thing, uh, you're also potentially lessening um, your protection from from sexually transmitted infections. But that comes down, I mean, that's not a new thing. That's been around since Adam was a boy. We've all known that. Mm. It it is no protection against a sexually transmitted disease. It is a protection against conceiving. That's it. So that comes down to education, Tara. That comes down to us as parents sitting our boys and our girls down at 15, 16 or younger, whatever, and saying, right, lads, here's the deal. You cannot depend on this to protect you. You must use something else, you know, in order to protect yourself against sexually trans. There's worse things out there than pregnancy. So to protect yourself against 
something that could be quite sinister. Mm. You have to be careful. And that comes down to basic education. We can't expect, you know, people to say, oh, we can't give out the pill because they mightn't use a condom. I mean, we have to teach our own children. We're responsible yeah, for our course. own children. Yeah. And we have to teach them from a young age as and, soon as they and become interested. Thank God, Neve. Um, it's better nowadays in terms of education than it would Absolutely. have been when I was in school. And, and I mean, we had one talk over one day and that was it. And I'm glad to say, and I see that with my own children, even in primary school, they're learning more now about about things and it's normalised at a younger age. Sometimes having fantastic. a chat to your 15 or 16 year old is way too late. What about the issue though, Neve, on it being free of charge? Are you comfortable with that? Are you comfortable with with taxpayers funding other people's contraceptive needs? Yes, because I mean, we will be, you know, if if they can't get access to the pill and if there is a child brought into the world and perhaps the relationship breaks down, we're going to be funding that person anyway Mm -hmm. because they're going to need our help. And I have no issue, don't get me wrong, I have no issue with, with uh, parents who are doing it on their own, a fair play to them. But they're going to, they need that additional help. So we're going to be funding them one way or the or other. the other, yeah. Okay, so all right. let's do it so it's not traumatic and they have to go through a pregnancy. Okay, so where do you stand on this then? Do you think that we should be funding it? Do you think that it should be freely available over the counter like Viagra is? Get in touch with the Nile Boylan Show. Tara digging in for Nile Boylan on Ireland's classic hits. Today we're talking about the contraceptive pill. Audrey, should, as a woman of childbearing age, should you be able to just walk into a chemist and pick up your pill prescription without having to A, go to a doctor or B, pay for it? Absolutely. I think so, definitely, 100%. And what's your rationale behind it? And to some detractors who might go, no, actually, I shouldn't have yeah, to pay. Yeah, but who would say no other than, like, I, I don't see myself anyway, young women at 17, 25, saying, no, do you know what? They shouldn't do that. We've had a couple of people WhatsApp, WhatsApp in basically saying, and I'm paraphrasing, but I pay for my own pill. Why should I have to pay for somebody else's? I shouldn't have to pay. It's only a tenner. And sure, look, if you don't have the tenner, then don't have sex. Yeah, but how... How do they know it's going to be means tested or anything like that? How do they know it's not going to be free for them? Well, I suppose anybody who would have a medical card is getting it for free anyway and they're getting their GP visit for free as well. Exactly. So there is a cohort who are not of insufficient means. They have to be able to pay for their own GP. They have to be able to pay for their own prescription. And it's unfair then. They're essentially being discriminated against because they can't get what somebody else can for free for not. Yeah, but that happens so much all over the country anyway, with, with many different things. So that's kind of, that's not even part of the argument. Like, I don't understand why that would even come into it, because there's people that are paying for their own pill and stuff. They do not realise what they're actually paying for, the taxes that have nothing to do with them anyway. Mm. And what about the health so They might not have a car, but they're paying towards, you know, taxes on the roads and stuff like that it's ridiculous mm. What about the health risks though and what about that Audrey I mean you know the, the type of progesterone only pill that's being administered over the counter in the UK mm. has lessened health risks for sure than the combined oral contraceptive but you know should you not be seeing a doctor regularly every six months to check things like your blood pressure and you know other the other regular checks that your GP does when you go in surgery Well it's really just the blood pe- pressure Really, like anything, a, a, a pharmacist can do that. Yeah. A pharmacist can do that. And when you go in to a pharmacist, I think the pharmacists are great. They give you a lot of information, you know, and they, they make people aware of the risks. And I'm sure women are not stupid. If they feel ill in any way or something, a, a symptom is showing up, they go to the doctor. 
Alan joins us on the uh, Nile Boylan show. Alan, I was saying earlier about how Viagra is available over the counter and how you can probably just pop in and go, right, can I have, you know, three Viagra or four Viagra or whatever it is you need yourself. Uh, but you're, you, were, you were saying to uh, Ashling that uh, it, they don't just hand it to you. You do have to chat to your pharmacist. Yeah, you do. Hi, Tara. Uh, nice to be on the show. Yeah, you do. Like, I am, when, so when it became available over the counter, I, I had to call the pharmacy and I had to do a, a consultation over the phone. And I like that they asked all the medical history, why I think I needed it, why I wanted it, like all those usual questions. Like, now, like they didn't do anything, any procedures, and like they didn't do blood pressure or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They said, just call in, and I collected it, and they gave me a renewed prescription then first, so that I am, once I used the, they, they give you eight tablets or ten tablets, something like that. And I had a free prescription. You could just walk in then and hand in the free repeat prescription. And then you, if you wanted a second time or after that, then you have to go for another consultation. Okay. So, like, so how I, long? I, sorry, Alan. You've obviously got personal experience of having done this yourself. How long then does the does the prescription last for? Like the repeat prescription? Do you get for like two months, three months, four months? Um, so like you, you get you get one repeat prescription. So like they, they give you like they, they give you your your prescription of eight tablets or ten tablets or whatever. Then they give you a repeat prescription from whenever you whenever whenever you want to go in to, to use it to get it. You can. <laughs> so then, it's so it's on demand, should we say? Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah, up to yeah. you how often you need them. Yeah, exactly. Like so, that, but that that's the whole point of the the, the Viagra. Anyway. Like it's not necessarily a pill you have to take every day. It's an, it's entirely your you can take it for uh, whenever you feel that you need it or if you think you need it or. Whatever reason, it shouldn't be any reason any different for women. Why shouldn't women just be able to walk in and get the contraceptive pill? And I know you're making the argument there about like you know about their health and they have to like they, yeah like as men as men like you know if we if we feel like we should we should go to the doctor we 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 should go to the doctor like we don't necessarily have to be told oh you have to go to the doctor every six months because you take a pill like you know I think women are we're, we're at the age now like and we're in the society now that women are quite happy to go to the doctor if they feel they have an issue the same as men should be like so. I don't really, really see why you need to oh yeah go every six months because you're taking a pill every day and why you shouldn't be readily available over the counter the same as what we can as men be able to do and yes it goes like it costs us twenty five euro or whatever to get the burger but like I think the concept pill is very different like the concept pill should be free for women to go into to, to use because like it's it's a preventative for like you know for children and for like like as and another argument is that we're in the middle of a housing crisis now at the moment so. Like, there's no houses for people, so at least if the concept pill is available for everybody readily and, and freely, then we mightn't have the cohort of population that we have that we don't have housing for. So there's a lot of arguments to, to have first. Alan, I admire you on so many counts. I admire your candid nature. I admire the fact that you're being very honest about this. I'm admiring that you don't, you're not going to be stigmatised by this at all. And uh, for that and for taking the time to contact the programme and being so honest today, you're going to be the winner of our 30 euro McDonald's voucher. Thank you very much. Um, I want to thank all of the contributors to the programme today. Alan, Audrey, Anthony, Neve. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.